Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze all the films in the DC Cinematic Universe by each individual individual minute. There we go. There you go. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Crystal Beth. You can follow me on social media at the Crystal Beth. The end. The end. And today, I would like uh, the two of you to join me in my um, uh, course to fix my speech impediments. <laughs> I need support. Today, we're going to be talking about minute number 77. The minute's going to start out with uh, the harpoon fired from the Batmobile attaching uh, itself to that, that, that battered ram car. The bat harpoon attached to the bat-ter-rammed car. Yeah. There we go. That's Too bad it, it wasn't a ram. If it was a ram car, like a Dodge Ram, it'd be the battering ram. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> wait. Is that... It's American-made, right? That's. I don't know. Listen, guys. We have to pretend that we know cars, okay? Yeah, this is a week about we a certain to. car, so we... We're all all right. We're all at this point. We're all experts about cars, right? We, yes, that we are. Okay, cool. And we can say that with good confidence. That yeah, that's gonna. End. I don't care if we're dead wrong. Just be confident in what you say. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're gonna get some good look at more cars at the end of the minute because it, it it ends with a good good shot of the Batmobile. That's what yeah. I have. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a very cars heavy minute. Those people are dead. Yeah. Every, <laughs> this, everybody this minute was me in the theater this was me uh i think i i actually you know when i'm watching a film in the theater like for the most part like my eyes are glued to the screen because you know I, I paid 12 dollars for it. i want to understand what's going on yeah um and i'm pretty sure uh not so much well now that i look at it this person this batter rammed battered car uh-huh. with the harpoon in it i didn't really <laughs> I can't. There just needs to be a, sh- a shelter for cars that, for battered cars from the bat, bat <laughs> I'm struggling trying to say it. And I never. Uh, Domestic violence isn't a joke, Mark. Next no, it topic. is It is not. <laughs> um, I never cared because I was like, oh, okay, yeah, it's just, you know, those people aren't dead. Um, but then later, halfway through this minute, uh, I I had actually take a moment and I like I think I like was like wait a minute, did that person die and they all did they all do everybody yeah. um which was like normally when it comes to Batman films you you see like it's mostly or it's heavily structured to look like a what is it called where it's like a uh an effect that they die like it was just like uh, yeah, a sim- assumed. Yeah, it's just like death. an accidental or like it's like uh involuntary involunt involuntarily killing someone. You yeah. know, kind of thing. It's like, oh, Batman just pushed him off the cliff and of their own volition they exploded for some reason. Yeah, what is that term? <laughs> and it's like, you know, it's just one of those things. It's never been like Batman himself has gone out and like stabbed a guy. But it's right. like you know, this is the minute where it's like no, you, you did that. That That's you. No one can take that away from you. Yeah, you just have they, to own it at this point. They hide it a little bit. They try to make it look as 
real as it, I mean, as uh, the, the possibility of them living is higher than what it should be. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're dead because you know, human beings are fragile beasts and that car flipping over so many times generally means they're dead but they're like no but you didn't see the body so how could you know that there might not have even been a person in there it could have just one of them smart cars yeah you know that's why the car never drove off because there was no one in it i'm gonna tell you something those guys have to be wearing those seatbelts if they're still in that car because those doors are flipping and flying (laughs) wide open and yeah those seatbelts must be doing their work maybe that's the defense maybe they flew out of it at some point which might be worse i don't know then you have the seatbelt argument they died because they weren't wearing the seatbelts. Yeah. Or they yeah, died because they, got... they were wearing their seatbelts. I think, yeah, that's even worse. I don't want to be in that car. Because now doing it minute by minute, I see this car being, it is, it, they've got to be liquefied at this point. Yeah. Like some Final Destination thing. Like yeah, this goes through the ringer. Liquefied. <laughs> this car, uh, I, I always thought it was just being dragged. And it's like more than that. It is... It is a blender of like 3,000 pounds of metal. Like, I don't want any part of that. I don't want to do, I don't want to commit any crime if that is the punishment. You there's, know, there's the guy that like is in the car that's being, you know, in front of the Batmobile that he's like chasing, the one that didn't get harpooned. Can he see the harpoon car being just like friggin' dragged through the streets? Like, what like was his a, name? Like a dead body. Yeah, maybe they're name? distracted. Hector, in what? In uh, uh, Sleepy Hollow. No, oh man, now you got me confused. Troy. The... Oh, were they like tie people up to horses and then they just yeah, let well, them... Who was getting oh. dragged? Was it was it Hector? I had never seen or Troy. Was it? You've never saw Troy? No, I've it's only like seen it in parts. Oh, I didn't see Troy either. So. All right. Well, <laughs> then then I'll get yelled at on the internet later. But does he see that car just getting like dragged and is he like, whoa, whoa. like, yeah, they are blender in their metal death trap. It's just so incredibly vicious. It's brutal. It's like, yeah, now I'm just looking for a body to see what flies out of it because that would be even. Are those real physics? (laughs) Is that what would really happen if you're, if you harpoon a car and drag it and like do like these little swaying serpentine motions that he's doing? Will it be flipping around like that? I'm telling you, it's just worse. What do you mean it's worse? It's just—I mean, if you put a car into neutral, it's it. it like when you think of a car, you think of it as being driven by a person, but it is something that's big being pulled. It's like being on a, uh, a oh gosh, what is it? Oh, a tube, like tubing when you're on a boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, I guess, uh, I guess it's not like really the momentum the same, and the weight. Like, yeah. Yeah. If it if the car's in neutral, I can see that happening. But if there were people in that car, even if the that would have to mean that the car wasn't in drive anymore, or maybe it took his foot off the gas. You know what? I don't know. I uh, my brain can't. Yeah, he would have had to take the his foot off the gas. He would have had to make sure that his foot didn't fall on the brake when he got liquefied. Because I guess. No, the foot's sense. there. It's this, still there. It's this attached. Batmobile is just dragging this car like it's a, like a. You remember that scene in Napoleon Dynamite when he throws the action <laughs> the figure action out the figure. bus window? Like that's what it is. It's <laughs> like the equivalent to that. Like the action figure, 
tied on the string like it's such like a like a light object and of course it's gonna bounce around like crazy because like you know it's so light and everything this car uh-huh. looks like it just has and i'm not trying to make the argument of saying it has no weight to the cgi thing because it really does look like it has oh, weight it, it looks like I a busted it. car but it's getting flung around like it's just a piece of paper tied to a string and then mm-hmm. it hits the wall and it flips like, over. Like, is that just like saying like, yeah, look how powerful this Batmobile is. Like, it just can, that torque on that thing can just drag yeah. this Dodge so Challenger. So, the, like the specs nothing. on this whole, we've got to talk about this monster truck that we're dealing with. So, this new Batmobile that they decided to build is like um, the first ever uh, performance functional Batmobile ever. So, like, it... It does its own stunts, basically. It um, like you could take this car into a war zone. Yeah, they designed. What can you go through buildings with this thing? No, they. Let me. No, they. <laughs> I'm talking about the performance of it, not like militarization of it. Okay. But like, okay, they um, they built this car with the ability to, if it wanted to, race in the Baja 1000, which like is like Formula One. It's like the most intense off-road racing challenge. So um, cool. So not Formula One. No, that's very much on road. Com- complete the, the shape the of it. Opposite. The shape of it is like Formula One. Like yeah. so, when Patrick Topolos drew it out, he had the design of it looking very Formula One, Formula One esque, and it looks exactly how he drew it on the napkin when he first created really? the concept. Yeah, picture the napkin is right here. I'm looking in at this it. book, um, but the interior of it is all monster truck and off-road parts like cage yeah like like it could go through the derby and, yeah, and stuff like, like a that. Roll cage and all that yeah. stuff yeah and uh its suspension is also it can also like jackknife in the middle so that it like so it's like really straight and lean right now in this minute mm-hmm. but we'll see later on when it like drives through the boat that it like jackknifes a little bit because it has like the off-road capabilities so you can see this vehicle can actually go from like flat to like it like forks up in the middle so that it has it look, it's like so it can it, there's two versions of this Batmobile and so can it stay like in that yeah. jacked up version yeah exactly for when it needs to be off road oh that's what it's supposed to okay yeah but this is the first time that we've seen a Batmobile that like can basically do its own stunts quote unquote All right. it's like everything yeah. that we see in this film or in this week that we're seeing with this Batmobile do 90% of it is it's it, the actual person driving uh, the vehicle and right. doing all that. I'll point out when it's a completely CGI part, but for the most part right now, it's all real in this minute. Okay. But, yeah, so it's it's a pretty intense vehicle. It's a, what is it, uh, a 550 horsepower or something? Again, you, you got the Again, we got to talk about, like, we, like we know these things. Um but yeah. Is that a lot? Does that mean it's fast? Well, look at its ability to pull this car like a Is that like what I, that, is that what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, like it's is that what we're getting at? Okay. Yeah. That's so like horsepower is ability to harpoon a car and make it look like it's a balled up piece of paper mm-hmm. being trapped right. behind it. And it takes five hundred horses to do that. <laughs> Real horses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It says it uses a seven hundred and seven horsepower Hellcat engine. Seven hundred horsepower. Yeah. Not that's 500. Just, well, that's, that's a whole 200 horses, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe it There's comes in the of weight of the car. Yeah. And it's a, in total, it's a 9,000-pound car. And so they made two of them. So there's two of these exist. What are elephants? 1,000 pound? I don't... What? <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, you guys aren't elephant experts too? Oh yeah, yeah. I wish I was. Elephants are great. Speak to your local representative about stopping the import of Okay, anyways, uh cool, and that's where we are with that. Um so this after he's done toying with this car, literally. Like a, yeah, I mean it's he's using like a turtle shell in Mario Kart. And he literally does. He throws it cuz that's he, that's what he, he yeah. times it perfectly. Like he knew that was what's going to happen. And, oh, I play often. Mario Kart. Yeah. And again, when I was watching this movie, I was like, okay, when he throws this car, so he like lets go of it, it tumbles, it hits like a wall and then flips and it lands on top of another car, immobilizing that one. I was still That's John Corbin's car. Yeah, that is John Corbin's car. The guy with the screeching henchman with the gun that we saw in yesterday's minute. Screeching henchman coming yeah. this fall. I to know it. which and gun it is. Hey, now we're getting into That's why we invited her on. Internet <laughs> movie firearms database. So the henchman has the M two forty nine saw paratrooper machine gun. That sounds pretty cool. Did paratroopers is- actually use it? Uh, I imagine. <laughs> False advertising. <laughs> I know, right? That's like, yeah, yeah. Just say yeah. I'll just say yes to that. Yeah. <laughs> what is it called again? The M2... Oh, I lost it. The <laughs> M249 Saw Paratrooper. Saw Paratrooper. S-A-W. That, that sounds pretty badass. Yeah. it's uh, It features the component of the product improvement packages, which includes a new telescoping stock, heat shield, RIS handguard, and it's also fitted with an AOCG scope and a 100-round woodland camel cloth ammo bag. We're doing it, guys. We're doing it. We're, we're, we, we know our stuff when it comes to cars, guns, and violence. You said yeah. telescoping stock, and that just makes me think of like the lightsabers that I used to have, telescoping lightsabers. Yep. They could, like fold up into each other. You know yeah. What I'm about? Imagine that in a gun. Like, yeah. Up, up. Oh, and the, <laughs> the other gun is the uh, Heckler and Coach MP7A1, which is really cool. It's a submachine gun, which makes None it a little bit smaller. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. We are uh, talking about America's best, uh, or America's love for just are these, all the wrong things right now. Now, are all these guns American-made? Is that Are these questions that we need to be asking? No. What's the point in, yeah, yeah, no, they are not questions that we should be asking? We should probably not ask those questions. Really? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know anything I, about what's going on I right now. I think they're both know. actually American-made. From what I'm, from what I'm seeing in my, uh, my Google's, yeah, Google search. <laughs> now these guys are all like just hired hands from Anatoly. They're they're not all necessarily Russian. They're not all Russian. No, I don't think so. Again, I mean, Americans can work with Russians. That's happening. What now. is the most Russian yeah. firearm? What is the most Russian fire? Is that the AK-47? The Javelin. The Javelin. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a Javelin? The Russian or, or, firearm? Should we, we should probably save that for when we get to that minute. Yeah, we'll save that for, yeah what is, like, what was the gun that they had and, like, called it? We can ask Mike. <laughs> Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Mike. He knows everything about Russians. He does. I could, ask, I could scream right now. No. Hey, don't. Mike. 
What's the most Russian gun? Like stereotypical Russian gun. He said AK-47. I knew it. I knew oh, it. That's every military's most. That's every. Everyone does the AK-47. It's the the best gun for the for gunning. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Americans use the AK-47. We actually talked about that on the Fifth Element. It. Where, which is my Movies by Minute podcast, which I keep forgetting to say when I introduce myself. But uh, I feel yeah. like you were going to say it today and yesterday, and you just were like... Just stopped and forgot. This, the end. <laughs> yeah, well, I get, I, I'm more excited to hear about what you guys are talking about. Who cares what I have to say about myself? That's boring. Everyone's here oh, for we- you. No one, everyone's like, oh, a guest is here because they need another voice, maybe. But you are the important ones. I'll talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save it. Yeah. Um, so after, yeah. And so when this car gets flipped on to the other car, I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. I think those people might still be alive. John Corbin? Yeah. Like they don't look. Maybe. I mean, at least like the f- driver's seat didn't get hit. It just looks like it was nestled on top you of it. You just can't move it. it like it, they just garnished one car with another car. It yeah. never looked like it smashed the car. Yeah. It's just like, hide. oh. Yeah, like if like yeah. if I was in that car with John Corbin right there and like Batman like turtle you know Red Turtle shelled another car on top of me. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm good, man. We don't need to keep on chasing after him. Like we're good. I'd get out of the car. Be like, I don't hey, want any. Totally probably thinks we're dead. So like I'm just gonna I'm gonna go home. <laughs> That's I I I don't want any part of this. I like just I guess now seeing it, it's like, yeah, I, you know what? I'm good. I don't I don't need to steal anything i'm i am okay i don't need the life of crime yeah exactly the, <laughs> that's kind of what's the turnaround rate for criminals <laughs> in gotham city after meeting batman i guess the ideal is 100 percent. not 100 but, but pretty damn what's high. actual what's the actual percentage of turnaround i rate gotta for criminals? say it's gotta it has to have gone up and but then again does it breed more violence i think it does like you can't i mean like you, you create a character like batman and like street violence maybe can go down but then like big violence goes up because then you got characters like joker and all the other crazies in costumes coming about so like the percentage of gotham crime in gotham is probably just like at a steady 94 percent 94 with like good spikes like in the summer times like when joker wants to have a parade through the city you know it'll jump yeah. to 97 or i'm something. just saying i i i uh, I'm out. I would just not me. I'm not about that life anymore. No, no, not if that, not if this is, especially this next part, this part, uh, that happens 37 seconds in. Um, so, uh, yeah, this, this car, this, uh, this Dodge car, like SUV looking thing, uh, has like a removable, roof on the back yeah does that actually exist in the world probably not because i don't think many people have a minigun sitting in the back of their car facing the rear traffic also what if you accidentally press that button while you're driving and all of a sudden you've killed the person behind you yeah yeah nick fury had a minigun in his car in winter soldier do you remember that which was a lot like this suv so maybe it is a thing yeah but like in order to use this minigun, like, you have to have this tearaway roof. It would probably come part of the installation. They probably, like, <laughs> we have to. <laughs> we need this GMC SUV 
but members got to have a mini gun mounted in the back. Oh, so you need the tearaway roof. Got it. Yeah, you're gonna. <laughs> they're writing down the pink sheet. It's like yeah. you're gonna need the tearaway tearaway roof. That's another extra thirty. Uh, and then <laughs> that thing looks like it comes off like it's just like Paper. the top of a yogurt thing. Yeah, with the yeah. hidden positive message underneath it. <laughs> no, that the lottery you one day. That's what I count. Yeah. It's like, oh, good. So, like, what is that? Is that like a like a seat ejection kind of type? Are you thing? saying is it fabric or is it like plat? Or I mean, I assume it's like a like a tin or aluminum kind of material that just looks like i don't i don't know like i almost feel like i had like a matchbox car of this thing or something it like it at like one point a in convertible my piece like you know that fabric but like plastic frame kind of dealio oh see like i always thought it was like metal now that i'm looking at it slower like it totally like f- like it looks like a flag folds. yeah it folds, yeah, it folds like f- like cloth yeah, so I think that's what it is. It's just cloth. It's like a Jeep. But then that also means that you had to drive with this minigun attached to a car. How did you get that thing through customs? Yeah, exactly. Like, where do you drive? Like, did that, that thing must have been made at the docks. In the city <laughs> at the docks or something. Yeah, yeah, like he put that there. You can't that's get that. That's an action anywhere. figure. Like, when we're talking about like selling action figures. That's a, that's a toy you see at a store where it's like. Oh, the minigun mounted vehicle from like that a, new Batman movie. Yeah, like uh, that's on par with like the Jurassic Park Lost World toys that yeah. have like the really cool the Jeep with the stuff. extendable yeah. seat and the sniper on it. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what that was. That was exactly Jurassic Park too. Yeah, that's exactly what that moment in that film was was to sell an action figure. Um, and that's what's happening here. Why didn't I get this action figure? I think. Because if you just bought it, it's just a guy in a minigun in a SUV. Sold. That would usually be used to drive your kids to school. Yep, I want it. <laughs> so, uh, there's no Jurassic Park symbol on it. That's why. No. But um, but then we see Batman using uh, mini uh, machine guns. Mini guns? Machine guns. Machine guns. Either or. Not riot uh, guns, right? These are real bullets. Oh, you mean like rubber bullets? No, I'm assuming they are real. Like yeah. that thing's like a, like he's tan- like look at what it does to this car. Like it, like it melts. Like fifty caliber rounds this thing. Like saws it in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, it's got to be some sort of really high caliber rounds on that thing. The minigun. Yeah, Dylan Arrow M134 minigun. See, she knows. Say it again. Wait, what? which one? Which which is the minigun? The SUV or the Batman minigun? The the SUV. Okay. The Batman minigun. That is, I can't even see it enough to know where. Yeah, I can't see close movie. enough to it. It seems like it's shooting some sort of high caliber rounds. Clearly, maybe it's both. Maybe they used it for both, and they just dressed up the Batmobile once to look different, um, to save production value or something. But, I mean, this this car, like, it, it just melts and turns into just a ball of metal. And, uh, again, liquefying the people inside of it <laughs> because that's all that could have happened. And uh, Yeah, I think it's just like a food processor at this point. Yeah, and then to, to put the bow on it, like, the Batmobile just decides... Just barrels through it. I'm going to batter right through it. Yeah. <laughs> 
batter Rain Mobile through it. It literally, I mean, if he's like tomato souped now, then he just gets like exploded as this car drives through it, you know, like it's just gone. Like, and that's, this was the one where I was like, I think that guy died. There's no way I can, there's no way this guy lived through that. At least this guy. Now, what is, there was always controversy of saying like, oh, Batman never kills or whatever. Like, I I understand that, but then also like, it (laughs) it happens. Like, I mean, like that guy was in his way. And I think there was like (laughs) some, I think there was a statement by like Snyder somewhere along the line, maybe Ben Affleck or whatever. It was like, hey man, those guys just got in Batman's way and like he just. They just got in the way. Like, yeah. did they die? Yeah, they just, they, yeah. It's We're, also like, a I'm okay with that reason. Batman, too. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, it's, it's exactly. this is Rage Batman, and Rage Batman will kill people in his way. Mm hmm. Yeah, this is cars. That's guns, my favorite and Batman. Batman. Rage Batman. I love that Batman. Like, put Rage <laughs> Batman into a fighting, like, put him into a dead or alive video game. I'll yeah. play as Rage Batman all the time. Mortal Kombat. Was he in Mortal Kombat? Yeah, it's the Injustice games, which is yeah. pretty much the like yeah. <laughs> But um No, yeah, just I mean I'm I'm not There was a wait, hang on. There was a fighting game not so long ago they had Batman. In it? Soul Calibur? No, no you No, they me. had Star Wars characters. That was Soul Calibur. That was. There was a Batman in I think it was Dead or Alive. Nope. You would know. Doesn't matter. More, Move on. More Next point. Um but, in uh, Dead or Alive, there was a Batman. No, there was a no. there was a Halo character Halo. In, in Dead or Alive. Yeah, it was a girl Spartan. Yeah, it's oh. Kelly. I, was from, like, I don't remember Batman in Dead or Alive. Um, no, there was the Mortal Kombat versus DC game, and then there was the Injustice series. But um, I yeah, I'm not arguing or defending Batman killing people, because uh, it happens in almost every Batman story. Um, so, I mean, there's no, there's no need to point fingers at this one for doing it, but at least this one like owns up to it, I guess. I guess you could argue that. Um, I'm just talking about like the severity of it and it's like, uh, yeah, there's no way anyone lived through that moment and it's, it's just, I feel bad for the guy. Kinda. It's, it's pretty intense. (laughs) So. Well, it's basically what what's interesting is when this is the part of the movie where the action starts happening and where we start seeing a lot of senseless death. But that's the whole reason why Batman hates Superman, which because is the, of the point of death? this movie is this killing people that are in your way without having respect for the individual life. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole thing where he's like, oh, gosh. Superman's the worst because he let all this death happen, even though he saved many more lives. All this death happened around this saving more lives, which is exactly what Batman's doing right now. He thinks he's saving more lives, but in the meantime, as of right now, he's killed five people. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly why I was like, you saying Batman is petty in this film is like the best way to describe it because it's like, that's exactly what's going on right now this guy is so obsessed with taking down the godlike figure because man hating god you know kind of thing and it's like yeah but look at what you're doing man look at like look at um how far you have to go to achieve such a thing you know yeah no you're right i mean that is the point that's the whole point of this film is 
people judging too quickly, you know, people not having things in, in order before they decide on something. And, you know, we're seeing it with Batman. We see it with Lex Luthor. We see it with uh, Wallace in the wheelchair. Um, just people just, you know, thinking that, I, I guess, kind of bullheadedly, just like, no, yeah. this is this is my way is right. And I know that I'm right about it. And it's like the end of the Petuous. film. It's like, yeah. And it's like, then they realize, oh, I've just been a huge idiot this whole time. It's like, duh. It's like, that's, yeah. <laughs> and so I think that's like, that's what most people I feel like don't get out of the film when they walk out of the theater. It's like, this was something for you to to kind of learn from. But I feel like no one really got that. Yeah, not anymore, at least. <laughs> <laughs> But that's it for me. I mean, I guess we'll just end it on that really deep moment there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can go ahead and end it. Yeah. Do you have anything else, Crystal? No, that was it for me. Cool. All righty, guys. We're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. Uh, If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on DCEU Minute on all social media and the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society on Facebook. You can join us, uh, other guests and other listeners. And uh, don't forget to check out toolmedia.com where you can also find Tarantino Minute and Austin Powers Minute. Uh, they're currently going through Pulp Fiction and The International Man of Mystery. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.